Hello, hello. Okay, yeah. So we're what we're doing, guys, we're experimenting. It's like this big, great experiment here to see, are we actually going to end up, and we are, we are on YouTube. So uh, Misty and I, neither of us have ever done this before. <laughs> so we're kind of making it up as we go along. Yeah, but Misty, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right for it being a first, a, it's like a second first day back. We kind of do the first day back in two different rounds with the half starting up, but then this week, all of our classes start mm. up. So this is our first full week back. It's not the first day where like we get donuts and, and all of that. It's the first like real day back. <laughs> do you, do you get donuts on the first day? We do. I almost forgot this year. And so we were like halfway through our list and Ilsa said, Is, don't we usually have donuts? Yes, I was just going to go get those. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> See, in my house, the entire family has to go and get the donuts. Like everybody has to oh, go. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Okay, good. I'm glad it's not just us who goes and gets donuts. Um, <laughs> Well, welcome, welcome to the Teacher's Lounge. This is something new that Misty and I are trying, and we're not promising anything with this one. <laughs> this was totally an impromptu idea, and uh, and we're going to see how it goes and, and see, like, if you like it, if we like it, what what what's the deal? But we are going to be going live uh, on YouTube and Crowdcast and, yeah, just a few other places and uh, just seeing how it goes. But... My name is Pam Barnhill, and I'm a homeschool mom, and I have a podcast called uh, Your Morning Basket, which is all about bringing some truth, goodness, and beauty to your homeschool day uh, with a morning basket. Misty? Yes, and I am Misty Winkler, and I am a homeschool mom, second-generation homeschooler, and I have a graduate now. So oh. <laughs> I'm not even homeschooling all of my kids anymore. I'm done with some of them. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> my homeschool is on the shrinking mode, not the growing mode anymore. And I also podcast at, and my podcast is called Simply Convivial. And it's more, it's not only homeschooling, it's more about managing all of the plates that we have spinning in life as busy moms. One of those plates might be homeschooling, it might not, but there are all kinds of plates to spin and juggle. Oh, love it. So helpful. Okay. So kind of the idea behind this guys is we're just going to kind of debrief a little bit about our week and then through the year, if we keep going, talk about different things we have going on. Uh, we're going to start off by sharing a little bit of our curriculum and stuff at the beginning of the year and talking about what we're doing. And then, um, you know, we'll just kind of see where it takes us. And I told Misty, like, this is my bad time of day in front of my window. So, you know, um, I have to change your angle, <laughs> something, something. I want to redo my office anyway. So here's the excuse to my husband is I have to redo the office because I need to sit somewhere else. So, um, but yeah, so let's talk about back to school. So you said this was your second first day. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, this feels like a bad year to start just talking about how we started school because it's like the least prepared I've ever been for a school year ever. <laughs> Me too. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. 
I'm right there with you. <laughs> like all the procedure lists are not done. <laughs> so we usually do a year round schedule. We usually start in July, have two terms or a full term before starting up our classes and then break for Thanksgiving through New Year. And we finish up in May. We finished up in May last year. And then we had um, missionary friends on furlough in July. And so we just wanted to leave our July open and available. So we didn't start school back. I still tried, I scheduled two weeks of a summer term. Well, first I tried four and then I wrote like the day weekend before that fourth or we were supposed to start. I was like, it's not happening. So I made it two weeks of a summer term. So two weeks ago, we did do a back to school week and that was our first week, but I was out of town that Friday. So it was a four day week and we didn't really wrap things up at the end of the week. And then the week I came back and last week, we really just did math. All we did was math because the summer break was just too long. We we were yeah. out of it. Like math took the whole day. I was like, just forget it. We're going to only do math this week. So we did that. I think people are back up to speed and have remembered about keeping digits in the right place and all of that. And we're back to a full week with classes three days a week in our home. <laughs> you know, okay. Other people coming to our house this week. <laughs> so you jumped from just math to a full load in one week? Are well, you at a full we, load? We did do, we are, I think. But okay. we did do that first week, which was our, like our independent thing. So I did have a week where we tried out the assignments and they got familiar with what they were going to be doing. Because I think that's important before starting up everything all at once is right. some of, some of those new assignments, um, the new books and how things are going to go to just have a few of those to start off with, to get the hang of them and to see if the checklist assignment makes sense to them and all of that. So we did have that, then a week of just math. And then now, now we're back at it. Okay. So we, um, we normally too start in July. Um, and I say that we do that because it is so hot here in Alabama that honestly, July and August are just about not fit for anything other than staying inside um, and maybe swimming a little bit. Right. And so we, um, we normally start in July, but I, they, all of the homeschool conventions got pushed to July and August. So um, from like the 8th of July until this week, every other weekend I've had a homeschool convention. And so, and you know, like, when people come to a homeschool convention, they're like, oh, it's Thursday night, Friday, Saturday. So it's like the weekend. But for us, it actually start. We travel on Wednesday um, and get back exhausted on Sunday night. And so um, it really does kind of mess up a whole week. So I knew I wasn't going to be able to start yet, but it was just really stretching later and later. So the kids actually started with the math tutor at the beginning of August and they have all been doing the math tutor. Now they haven't been doing anything in between 
they've just been meeting with the tutor. And so uh, my daughter does that twice a week. And then each of my sons do it once a week. And I have not been standing over them saying, let's do math in between the time. Right. And then uh, last Wednesday, we did our first day of school, our first day of school. And basically we did morning time in math and my daughter practiced piano. And that was it. So we did that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then today, uh, we did the same thing. And tomorrow, and then the rest of the week, I told my husband, I'm like, well, why don't you wake them up on time? Because he won't do morning time with them with me not here. So I'm like, why don't you wake them up on time and keep them in the habit of waking up? Um, he says, well, I can do some dad school, which is basically like probably watching Lord of the Rings. Um, you know? <laughs> The extended version, it's more educational. <laughs> and that's because you have another conference this week, right? Yes, that's because I have another conference this week. So even though when we get back next week, I do not anticipate, and I can talk more about this next week, but I do not anticipate being up to a full load yet. So, but yes, morning time has been lovely though. <laughs> <laughs> well, Absolutely and I should lovely. say, I don't think that we would be trying for a full load if i still also had a high schooler it would be like maybe just a high schooler figuring out but my so my oldest is graduated my second is now in the running start program so i'm not doing his school and his classes haven't started so i just have the younger three um eighth grade sixth grade and third grade so they don't have that you know it's not that right intense. There's not a lot of intensity. And so tell everybody what running start is, because I have to tell you that's just oh, yeah. a Washington thing. Yeah. Right. Well, it's running not a Washington the, thing. Yeah. But it's a, it's a term. Yeah. It's the name of our dual enrollment program where high schoolers can enroll in the community college for free and get their high school credit through the community college. So from junior and senior year, um, that's what my high schoolers have done full time for their junior and senior year. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's basically dual enrollment. Now, Sarah asked a question because if we're going to be on uh, Crowdcast, we sometimes have to answer these questions. <laughs> the soft start things like, do you have a planner where you track what you do? I don't because nobody makes me track anything. All I do is plan ahead. Like this is what I'm going to do here. And I don't keep track of anything uh, unless like and even for high school, it's like I have all these things you're going to do for high school if you do them. OK, so I don't really track do you yeah like for the state i don't track attendance or what counts as school days or no i do i do track attendance yeah um except i haven't yet that it's like it's really bad uh but i have it right here in my book so um we were going to talk a little bit about morning time today and what our morning mm -hmm. baskets look like so this is a good transition to that because i have my morning basket binder here and I have printed out my handy dandy attendance tracking form and uh, I have it uh, in my binder. And so I should actually get on marking down what we've done. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, you want me to go ahead and go and share a little bit about yeah. our morning time? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I think um, you should start with how old your kids are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So my kids are. 16, 14, and 11. And right now, morning time is taking up about 45 minutes of our day, but it's probably going to stretch to an hour when it's all said and done. Um, 
And so I've, I've got my little plan here. So we do prayer together, um, memory work, CNN 10, but he's not back yet. So I don't think he comes back until after Labor Day. Um, we're reading Narnia together this year, um, which my older two kids, I think have listened. I know my daughter has listened to all the books and I think that my 14 year old has as well, but my 11 year old has not. And so I thought this would be a great family thing. You know, Cindy Rollins is always saying we always have Narnia. So I'm like, let's just do it together as a family. And then uh, we're reading some history stuff, which is largely for the youngest guy because the older two are actually doing more history. And then we're doing uh, fine arts loop. Um, and so our loop subjects are American art, folk music, and some stuff from our explorations that we have uh, in the Your Morning Basket Plus membership, and then some American music. Uh, I have a lesson plan list from our early modern history plans, and we're going to be going through the American music. And it's not the most singable music, but it is historical music. And so since we do like to sing folk songs, I wanted to have folk songs be different than our American music studies that we're doing. So I've kind of got two, two different things of music going on there. And so uh, the one set of music is very much historical um music from the American Revolution. So like the Foggy Foggy Dew, Springfield Mountain, um, Hail Columbia, the Liberty Song. So those are uh, some pieces. Uh, Jenny uh, Shaw, who writes our music for our plans, actually uh, wrote these plans. And so that's going to be lots of fun for us to listen to. So that's in the loop. And um, I have this set and I do not this came from the National Endowment for the Humanities and another homeschooler had it before I did and it's a picture study set about American art and watch look at this it comes with these prints oh whoa yeah so this like big That's huge cool. prints that you can hang on the wall see it's hard to see them and yeah. they start with like Native American art and go like all the great American artists and stuff like that. And then there's a teacher's resource book, which honestly, how I'll use it is I will probably just kind of skim down and pull out some of the most interesting facts. And then there are some questions over here that I think are worthy of asking. You know, so like how did NCYF show distance in space in this painting? Describe what this character's doing. How did he create a unified landscape? So just things to make us look at the pictures a little bit more. So we're going to be using that this year um, as part of our fine arts loop. Um, I mentioned reading Narnia. And so we're starting with The Magician's Nephew. We have our uh, memory work from IEW, The Linguistic Development Through Poetry Memorization. Um, we have that. And then for history reading, um, I picked up a couple of books and I can't remember the names of them now. It's one of those places that prints the out of print books. Is it oh, something yeah. like for classics? 
yeah, forgotten classics or something. So, so since this is primarily the 11 year old's history, and I have to tell you, the 11 year old does not like history. So, um, I got this America first 100 stories, um, 100 stories from our own history. And it was by Lawton B. Evans. And I got it from, and it's, they, they've been really interesting. Uh, so going for a more story approach, even with 11 year old, because history is just not his thing. So I'm just trying to spark mm -hmm. that interest for him. So we're reading that in morning time and everybody's listening uh, because I have to say not, none of my kids like history. Um, and so I'm hoping to kind of spark some interest there with that. And then for folk songs, we're using music in your homeschool, Gina Mayo's uh, a folk song a week. And so far we've done um, when the saints go marching in and we just started, she'll be coming around the mountain today. And the kids love that stuff. They just, they love to sing the folk songs. They love to listen to the different versions. They just, they like the music. So, so yeah, that's our morning time. Yeah. Oh, and we use our Hallow Prayer app, and it usually has like a gospel reading or a saying of the day or something like that. So we have a little bit of um, instruction and exposition, um, you know, with that. So, yeah. Cool. So what about you, Misty? Well, I think I should start by saying our normal family morning time that we start the day with is... Um, kind of like our morning time part A, and then some of the things that are morning time things we do together with other homeschoolers twice a week. So the things like the history and the like Shakespeare and fine arts stuff, we do do it like a morning time, but we also do it as, with other people. So our family all together daily morning time is focused mostly on um, singing together and praying together and memorizing things together. And it's between 30 and 45 minutes. Then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and this is one of the things that's going to be starting up this week, um, we'll have uh, two other families that will come and they're it, we used to call it elementary lessons, but now I have middle school lessons, which is not as <laughs> easy to, like we said, just, it was EL. It doesn't roll off like, the tongue. <laughs> no. <laughs> so my friend Kirsty has elementary lessons and she gets the two, the eight and nine-year-old. Um, well, and the friend's seven, seven-year-old. So it's, she'll have a seven, eight and nine-year-old and I will have a number of 11-year-olds three 11 year olds and um, two 13 year olds for middle school lessons. One yeah. of the question I have for you is, is Kirsty, we did a, we actually did a podcast on your morning basket about elementary lessons a number of years ago. I'll have to yes. find that. Um, but is Kirsty using your plans from back then or is she coming up with her own things? Um, well, we figured out together the history book and the science books um and then i think she's pretty much just going to read a chapter and maybe have them draw or write something but it's super informal it's that doesn't really require a spreadsheet or a plan really i'm like mm -hmm. okay just read some of this book and have them do something and 
read this book and have them do something. Um, and we are supposed to meet for a walk today to see if like she needs anything else or is going to do anything else. Cause like I said, least planned school year ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still ironing out some of those details. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in uh, the middle school lessons, we're going to be watching some of the history lessons from uh, Roman Rhodes Media. They mm -hmm. have uh, Dave Raymond's, um, there's an ancient history now. So my high schoolers used Ooh. Dave Raymond's uh, modernity Amer history. Okay. Yeah. He has modernity and he has American, but now there's also an ancient. And so we're going to okay. watch those as our main history and we're just going to do it all together and then talk about it for a little bit after. And then, um, what else are we going to do? We haven't done it yet. So it's a little bit like eh. we're going to do some art, but I haven't quite nailed that down. And our first one's tomorrow. And okay. we're going to, yeah, we're going to do Shakespeare. Okay. So which Shakespeare are you doing? <laughs> I think we're going to start with Hamlet. We're going to do, since I only have middle schoolers now and it's not such a big spread with the youngers also mixed in there, I'm going to do some of the meatier, heavier Shakespeare. So we're going to do Hamlet, Macbeth, and I, we've never done Othello. I've, I haven't done Othello. So um, those are the three. We usually only do three a year. And we, we take them all slowly. So. so that was one of the things that I realized was I do not have a Hamlet or a Hamlet. <laughs> I do not have a, it's so much more fun to do it with somebody, you know? It is. Um, yeah. And so, uh, but I'm not necessarily willing to do a class for everybody. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what to do. It's like, okay, I got to, I got to figure out what can I do for Shakespeare to really, um, and what we might end up doing is I really just need to wait and see what the Alabama Shakespeare festival is doing. Cause we actually have a really yes. great Shakespeare troupe here in Alabama and like figure out what they're doing and just say, okay, we're going to, instead of saying we're studying Shakespeare, we're going to prepare ourselves to go watch this play. Um, and then take the two older ones, especially maybe the younger one, I don't know, but especially the two older ones down to see the play, what, whichever one they come up with. So we'll prepare ourselves ahead of time, maybe memorize a few passages, you know, get the gist of everything, read through it, um, using probably, um, an archangel since, uh, that my one kid is dyslexic. And so it's a little bit harder for him. So we'd probably use an audio and, and then watch it. So following Misty's Shakespeare plans, pretty much. That's yeah. right. I mean, I always use audio and then we follow along while listening to the dramatized audio version. I think it works really well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's good when you have good readers to uh, let some of the kids read if they're interested. Uh, we've had some uh, co-op situations before where kids read with accents or something like that. But <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, for the most part, the the dramatized audio works great. So, so yeah. So you don't do a lot of new planning for your morning time. It sounds like you just kind of roll in with what you've done before. Or are you still switching out memory work? Pretty. Um. This year for like our family morning time, 
Um, I did, I've not had any poetry plan that has stuck since I stopped the binders about three years ago. Um, but by this, at this point in time, because we've been doing this for so long, um, I kind of have the material, like the Bible and catechism and um, like the poetry was less organized, <laughs> but I have what I want us all to memorize and that we did with the older kids, but now with the younger sets, like I don't need to pick new things. We just need to do it often enough. But since they aren't new, we haven't like been repeating the same thing every day for six weeks like I did at the beginning. It's more like this is our limited loop and we just loop through all of them all the time. So um, I don't know, well, it's, it's fine. And I, so I just ended up using the exact same loop lists for morning time as I did last year. And I didn't change anything up mostly because my planning time was limited. I'm like, you know what, this was good. Let's just keep doing it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep, keep moving forward with what you got. So yeah. But both you and Brandy said that you loved the, um, what is it? The IEW poetry. Yes. Yeah. Don Garrett too. Linguistic development through poetry memorization. Yep. Yes. So I got that and we're doing that. And the cool thing is every year my kids have been resistant to poetry and I got the program and it has the little notebook and we just, on our first morning time, I just kind of randomly picked um, three or four different poems that, you know, and Andrew Poudoir reads them. And mm -hmm. for some reason they just found his reading of them so entertaining <laughs> that they are all on board. <laughs> like, and last year we did poetry like on audio from an audio book and they were like, mm. and then, <laughs> Andrew Poudwa on audio. Suddenly, There you go. They, they, they were just cracking up. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. Okay. So we don't use the little book and we don't use the audio. I just have the teacher book and actually that was one of the places where mine is, I cut the binding off and I still, I have the new version, but um, I haven't really cracked it out of the thing. But here, like mine is in the page protectors because it was getting nice. kind of so grimy. But then, yeah. so we do like a page at a time, but then also I have, uh, I've stuck other things in here as well. So like yeah. there's some Shakespeare in here from Misty's website and there's some <laughs> things in here from our morning time plans. And um, so like, yeah, so I took mine and put it in page protectors, but my kids don't read as we do it. I just say okay. it and they, they listen though. The new thing this year is they've decided they need to take the book because I use the book as a mm -hmm. crutch too much. So they've decided <laughs> they need to take the book from me and have them be the ones that lead it, which I think is a great idea, except for one of them was leading it today. And I'm like, look, if you're going to lead, you've got to lead it. You've got to really not just sit there and wait and see if other people know it. We're going to sit here all day, right? You've got to really like read and lead it. Um, and so once he started doing that, then it got better. So that's that's been interesting. So when you can get them taking initiative on things, that is just helpful. It's just better, even if it's not the plan that you would make up yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, 
Well, this was fun. This was a lot of fun. So uh, we plan on being back next week. I will be really tired and uh, not have a whole lot of new homeschool stuff to report, quite honestly, because, uh, <laughs> yeah, going to be... Uh, going to be gone uh, for most of this week. But um, I think we should talk maybe language arts next week. What do you think? That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. And yeah. I will have taught two grammar lessons and a writing class by that time. So, so we can um, get a report. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. We can get a report. We'll share what we're going to be doing with language arts and we'll let Misty carry the flag next week since I um, am going to be the slacking homeschool mom as the week goes on uh, through no fault of my own. So, but thank, yeah, yeah. So thank you so much for joining me. Somebody asked, are the replays gonna be available? And yeah, we're gonna put them on YouTube. Um, and so we're gonna have a playlist and you'll be able to, we're gonna take turns whose channel we put them on. But if we put them on a shared playlist and put the shared playlist on each of our pages on YouTube, you'll be able to find them from either channel. Having said that, I really think you should subscribe to both of us. <laughs> so <laughs> that way you never miss anything and you get all the other great stuff we're putting on YouTube. So um, we would love to invite you to subscribe to both me and Misty on, um, on YouTube over there. So Misty, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Pam. This was fun. Yeah. See you guys next week. <laughs>